today. I want to speak to you for the next little while about the importance of honor. Now, as, as your pastor, and you may not know this, but I'm going to let you in on a little bit of behind-the-scenes um, responsibilities and struggles of a pastor. Sometimes sermons come to me very quickly, and they're written out like within you know, a few hours or a couple of days at the most. Sometimes I labor and labor and labor because I am, I'm not feeling anything. It's like nothing's coming. And this is one of those messages where um, I tried my best to, to possibly uh, offer another sermon, try to come up with something else. But every time that I would do that, God would keep bringing me back to honor. Uh, I know I spoke on honor a year and a half ago. For those of you that are note takers and on your way to heaven, you will know that. Um, <laughs> But this is a completely different message. And besides, this is something that we need because honor is a, is a fading virtue in our culture today. It's something that you don't see a whole lot of anymore. Matter of fact, uh, some of you, when I mention the word honor right now, you, you may have heard that word, but maybe you really don't know uh, what it means. And I know that in my young um, time upon this life, 46 and a half years, I have seen the decline of honor in so many ways. You, you, you have uh, students at school today who don't honor their uh, teachers. You have kids at home who don't honor their parents. You have, um, uh, you have husbands who don't honor their wives, wives who don't honor their husbands. You have Christians who don't honor spiritual leaders. You have people who don't honor uh, law enforcement or military personnel or people in government offices or even our president. Whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, whether you like him or her or you don't like him or her, we are to honor them. And so it's something that many people struggle with. People don't honor their employers. They, don't, they, they struggle with having any authority in their life. They struggle whether, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's at school. There are many people who struggle with authority. And as a result, you have kids who are troublesome in school. You have young men who are in and out of prison or in and out of jail because there's no respect or no honor shown for the authority. You have people today who can't hold down a job because after all, no one's going to tell them what to do. They struggle with honor. So I want to teach you this morning on honor, the importance of honor. And first of all, before we get too far, I want to, want to look at the definition. What is Honor. You can talk about honor as a noun. You can talk about honor as a, as a verb. And when you look it up in the dictionary, actually to honor someone is to give weight to someone, to, to really value them, to treat them as precious, to hold them in high esteem. I mean, you really value them. But I want to speak more to the biblical definition of honor this morning, which which I should, it being a pastor and it being a church today, I should stick to the, the biblical definition. But, but really, now you, you're not going to see honor and then a definition in the Bible, but all the places that honor use, really here's what the definition is. To honor someone means to grant that person a position of authority in your life. To honor someone is to grant that person a position of authority in your life. In other words, to submit. Now, that's a, that's a tough word. That's one of those words where you're like, oh, he lost me at the word submit. But that's what, that's what happens when we honor someone in authority. We're submitting to the fact that they're in authority over us. Let, let's go to Scripture. Let's go to Romans chapter number 13, verse number 1. The Apostle Paul is writing here, and he says this. There's a few words that I have highlighted I'd, I'd like for you to make note of. It says, everyone, everybody say everyone. Everyone must submit to governing 
authorities. Why do we need to submit to governing authorities? Well, he, he gives us the answer here. For all authority, all authority, all authority comes from God and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. There are two things that I want you to see from this verse. First of all, all authority comes from God. All authority comes from God. Authority was established by God to create and maintain order. Without any sort of authority, um, our culture, and, and it kind of is because we've lost honor for authority, but our culture would be complete anarchy. Complete mayhem for you all-state commercial watching folks. I mean, it's, it's chaos because there's, there's no order, there's no structure, there's no, well, who's over who? Who's in charge of this? Without authority, it would be chaos. And God is a God of order. How many realize that? God is a God of order, so He established a system of authority to maintain it. Now, are there people in positions of authority who abuse that authority? Absolutely. Okay? There are people who take advantage of their um, uh, authoritarian role or leadership role. Are there people who abuse that authority? Absolutely. But it does not change the fact that authority itself comes from God. All authority comes from God. The second thing that you need to see from this verse is that everyone, everyone, even men, hello, even men are under authority. Everyone is under authority. You may be here this morning and say, well, I'm not under authority. I don't have to answer to anyone. Oh, yes, you do. Everyone is under authority. If you're a child, you're under the authority of your parents. A wife is under the authority of her husband. A Christian is under the authority of their church leadership. All it's quiet, I know. All of us are under the authority of our local, state, and federal government. All of us are under God's authority. So when it says everyone is under authority, you might say, well, no, I don't answer to anyone. Yes, all of us are under authority. And since we're all under authority, honor is required from all of us. Because honoring someone is granting that person a position of authority in your life. And since we're all under authority, everyone is under authority, everyone is required to give honor. Everybody say honor. Now, we first read about giving honor in the Ten Commandments. And I don't know if you've ever uh, thought about this, but I find this very interesting that out of, out of all the things that God could say, out of all the things that God could have commanded, honoring your parents makes the top ten list. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, there's, I mean, if I were God, there were a lot of things that, that I could probably have thought about. And honoring your parents probably wouldn't have been in the top ten. But I'm not God. And you're not God. God is God. He answers to no one. But, but for the fact that, that honoring your parents is on, in the top ten, it, there has to be some significance, would you not think? I mean, it makes the top ten. So, so what's so important about honoring your parents? Why would God command us to honor them? I believe because he wanted us to learn the importance of honor at a young age. 
Because he knew that the older that we got, the, the more severe that the consequences of dishonoring would become. I mean, if you're not honoring mom and dad, then if you don't uh, uh, learn the concept of honor at a young age, then, then later you're not going to honor uh, high, even higher authorities and authorities of government and, and school teachers and coaches and various things. And, and so he knew that if kids aren't learning the importance of honor at a young age, then as they grew older, by dishonoring, the, 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 or the consequences of dishonoring would become more severe. So he's saying, this is how important honor is. I want you to learn the importance of honor at a young age, so I want you to honor your your parents. Now you may be here this morning and say, well, pastor, I just can't honor my parents because they don't deserve it. Maybe they abused me. Maybe, maybe they hurt me. Maybe they are mistreated me. They, they have done me wrong. And, and that, that may be the case. What you're saying may be true. I, I know that there are people that are in this room today who grew up with parents who did not parent them in a way that a parent should parent them. But here's what you need to understand. Write this down. Honoring your parents... Next slide, please. Honoring your parents isn't about your parents. It's about you. Honoring your parents isn't about your parents. It's about you. Let me show you some scripture. Matter of fact, this is uh, the Ten Commandments right here. It's found in Exodus. It's also listed in Deuteronomy. I'm going to read you the account from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 5 Verse 16 says this, Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has suggested. Is that what it says? No, it says as the Lord your God has commanded you. Watch this. So that, everybody say so that. What's he talking about? He's talking about honoring your parents so that you may live long and that things may go well with you or that it will go well with you in the land that your Lord God is giving you. So he's saying here, I want you to honor your parents. And here's why. Because I want you to live a long life, but I don't want you to just live a long life and things not go well. I want you to live a long life and things are going well for you. So remember, here's the command. This is the first commandment with a promise. The promise is, I want you to live a long life and I want things to go well with you. But here's what I need you to do. Here's what I'm commanding you to do. I want you to honor your parents. God was saying, listen, if you want things to go well in your life, people need to hear this this morning. If you want things to go well in your life, then you better learn the importance of honor. And I'm telling you guys today, this is foundational. This is, this is fundamental. This is elementary. This is the basics. This is the starting block. If you want things to go well in your life, you better learn the importance of honor. Now, in, in this, when God is saying, uh, honor your parents so that it will go, so that you can live long and that it will go well with you in the land that I'm giving you, the land that he's speaking of is, is the land of Canaan, the promised land. God is bringing them into the promised land. He's bringing them out of slavery, out of bondage, and into a land of freedom. Okay? So with, with that in mind, he's telling them, Here, here's the command, I'm bringing you into a new land, but you better honor your parents so that things will go well with you in this new land that I bring you to. 
Okay? And, and just for the record, a lot of people think that the promised land is talking about heaven. The promised land does not represent heaven because there were enemies, there were giants in the land. There are no giants, there are no enemies in heaven. So the promised land is this, this land of freedom that God has brought us out of bondage, out of, sin, out of slavery of sin, has brought us into the land of freedom. But it, the, the promised land is this land of freedom that's, that's overcoming our giants and overcoming the enemies in this land of freedom. That's the true promised land. So God is saying, I want you to honor your parents so that it will go good for you in the land. Now, the majority of all of the people that he brought out of bondage, uh, the majority of them, matter of fact, the Bible tells us that everyone that was 20 years of age and older, except for Joshua and Caleb, never made it into the promised land. They, didn't, they never made it into the promised land. They died without seeing the promised land. Now God had said, honor your father and mother so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land I'm giving you. Yet the majority of them never made it in. You know why they didn't make it in? Because they did not honor the word of the Lord. They did not honor the word of the Lord. God was saying, listen, this is very important. God was saying through the Ten Commandments, I want kids to learn to honor their parents at an early age. Because right now, listen, listen, right now the parents being the authoritarian figure in the child's life represents God. And God knew that if they didn't honor their parents as a child, that they wouldn't honor Him later in life. Now, I, just, I want you to think about this for a second because I want, to, I want to pause and I want to address all the parents in the room today who still have young children living at home. This, is, this carries huge weight. All authority comes from God. And as a parent, God has graced you with the authority to represent Him in your child's life. So that as they grow older, they will be inclined to honor God. This is huge. This is huge. This all authority comes from God. This is why kids, now don't get me wrong, there, there comes an age where kids are going to honor God, but when they're little, they don't, they don't really know anything about God. And the parents are to be a representation of God to the child. And I know uh, all of us have failed, okay? I'm not bringing, I don't want anyone to feel condemnation upon your life this morning if you feel like that you failed. We've all fallen short. But still, the, the fact that we are in an authoritative position over our child's life means that that authority comes from God. God has graced us with the authority to represent Him to our children. So that as they get older, things will go well for them as they're honoring the Lord. That's our responsibility as, as parents. That's why it's, it's of such huge importance that we represent God in, a, in the correct way to our children. Now, now let's go back to the command, Deuteronomy 5.16. He says, Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live long and that it may go well with you. Again, giving honor is not for the person that you're giving it to. It's for you. I think the Bible is pretty clear there. Honor your parents so that it will go well for you. 
You may be here today and say, well, pastor, I don't feel like honoring my parents. They don't deserve it. Listen, it, honoring has nothing to do with how you feel. Honoring has nothing to do with whether or not you think that they deserve it. It's about doing what God has commanded you to do. Please hear me this morning. Honor is not a is is not a if if my parents do this or if if the government will do this or if police officers will do this or if this person in authority would do this. It do, it doesn't give us any exclusions or exceptions or 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 any sort of things like that. It's a command. As a matter of fact, you can say it like this. Write this down. Honor is like forgiveness. It is a gift that you give freely. You're not going to always feel like giving it. It's like forgiveness. There's times you don't feel like forgiving someone. Well, they don't deserve it. What they did to me was wrong. But, it, but it's, it's, think about this in, the, in, the, in, in, the, the, in light of forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for the person who's wronged you. It's for you so that you can get freedom in your life. So that you're not harboring resentment and bitterness towards them. And, and they're, they're out enjoying life, but yet what they've done to you is controlling you. You, you have to forgive them. It's for you. The same thing with honor, because I know there are people in this room today, you think, well, I'm not going to honor my parents because they don't deserve it. It's not for your parents. It's for you. So you can get freedom in your life. So that things will go well for you in life. If you want to experience freedom and you want things to go well, then you have to learn to give Honor. And I, I, my responsibility is to help you do that today. That's my responsibility. There are so many things. Once I finally got the topic that I knew that God wanted me to speak about today, there, there are so many things that I could talk about under the umbrella of honor. And there are a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. Like, for instance, um, in the book of Proverbs, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything. In other words, honor the Lord with, with all your increase. Honor the Lord. Um, in, in 1 Timothy, it talks about honoring your spiritual leaders. Um, it, I could talk about honoring our government leaders and our president. But throughout this week, as I was preparing for this message, I sensed that God wanted me to focus on helping people honor those who are dishonorable. I mean, I have... I don't want to say... Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but... I, have, I sensed the Holy Spirit on my life so strongly as I was writing this message this week. I was going to say I'd, I'd never sensed, it like this before, sensed Him like this before. But it was, it was so strong in my life as I was typing this out, as I was writing out this message, God was saying, I want you to focus on helping people honor those who are dishonorable. Because there are people in this room today who have parents who are dishonorable. There are, there are wives in this room today who have a husband who is dishonorable. As a matter of fact, those are the two groups of people that I feel that I need to address this morning. People who have parents who are dishonorable and wives who have husbands who are dishonorable. And really, those can be categorized into, into really just one category. I'm not going to address each one individually. I'm going to group them together under the question of how do I honor someone who is dishonorable, whoever that may be. Whether it's your parents, whether it's someone in a government office, wives, if it's your husband, whoever that it is, how do I honor someone who is dishonorable? 
And my prayer today, and I was praying about it again this morning, is God, let someone get breakthrough today. Because I want your life to go well. I want things to go well for you. And, and this, is, this is one of those things that I feel that, and you may not have ever connected the dots, but because you're not honoring your parents or because you're not honoring someone in your life to whom honor is due, things aren't going well for you. You're not going to experience the freedom that, that God has for you. So how do we honor dishonorable people? Write these down. Number one, you have to distinguish between honor and approval. Honor does not necessarily mean approval. And I think a lot of people struggle with this. They think that, well, if I show honor to them, then that means that's showing that I approve of what they have done to me. Um, maybe maybe a, a, a child, or not even a child, maybe even a, a teenager uh, doesn't want to honor their parents because they don't deserve it. They didn't raise me correctly. And we think that if we show honor to them, then we're saying, I approve of what you did. It's okay. Okay? But that's honor. It doesn't necessarily mean approval. Honoring your parents doesn't mean that you're okay with how they raised you. Wives, honoring your husband doesn't mean that you approve of his behavior or the things that he says to you. Listen, young dads, honoring the father who abandoned you when you were a child doesn't mean that you approve of his actions. Honoring that, that father who walked out on you or or who mistreated you, doesn't mean that, that you're saying, okay, I'm okay with what you did to me. Honor doesn't always mean approval. It's like forgiveness. When you forgive someone, you're not saying, it's okay, hey, it's okay what you did to me. Because forgiveness is not for that person who wronged you. Forgiveness is for you. Honoring your parents, honoring that dad who abandoned you and, and left you is not for that, that dad. That honoring that, that, that dad is for you so you can get freedom in your life. It's for your freedom. It's for your blessing. You can honor those who are dishonorable because honor doesn't always mean approval. Number two, we have to distinguish between honor and obedience. Now this one's, I've got to tread carefully here. But there is a difference between honor and obedience. Honor doesn't always include obedience. For example, when your parents demand something that God forbids then you must defer to the higher authorities of God and government. Okay? When, what's this one? When parents overstep their boundaries and try to command adult children to do something, to obey them, that adult child can, can choose to not obey and it'd be okay. Now, now let, me, let me clarify Adult child in this position. I feel like we need clarity, okay? If uh, adult child, you would think, okay, it's 18 and older. But let me just clarify this. If you still live at home and you still live under mom and daddy's rules, you are to obey your parents. Amen. Because you live at, at home. Where's my son? I need to look at him. Oh, he's, okay. Make sure he's listening. You're still under, under their provision. They're still taking care. They're providing you shelter. They're providing you food. They're taking care of things. If you're an adult child still living at home, you are to obey your parents. But there comes a point when you're out on your own, when you're 18 and old, you're out on your own, you are, you are an adult in, in, in your own standing. 
and your parents are constantly overstepping their boundaries, commanding you to do something, it's okay to say, I'm not going to do that. I don't know if you ever heard a message on this before, but if you do it in a, in a calm way, you don't, you're not blowing up with anger saying, no, you're not going to tell me what to do, I'm out of the house. You've told me what to do for 18 years, I'm done with you. You don't, you don't respond like that, you respond, respond in calmness. Sorry, Dad, I'm just I'm not going to do that. Now, their response may not be good, but at least that you will stand blameless in the sight of God. See, honor doesn't always mean obedience. You can still honor them without obeying. And those are those, the two things that I just mentioned there are, are, are two exceptions. When, when a parent is asking something, to, a child to do something that God forbids, that you don't have to obey. When a, when a parent is overstepping their bounds and asking adult children who are out of the house to, to always do things, you don't have to obey. But you can honor them. Alright, let me move to the third one. The third thing that you must know when it comes to honoring a dishonorable person, I think this one's going to help you out the most. You have to distinguish between the person and the position. Distinguish between the person and the position. If you can't find anything honorable in your parents, or wives, if you can't find anything honorable in your husband, then you honor the position and not the person. Because it's the authority that comes from God. All authority comes from God. So if you can't find anything honorable about that person, then honor the position. If you've ever been in the military, you know that this is, um, this is a common thing in the military. You are to honor the rank of the officer. You may not... You may not agree with everything that they tell you to do. You may not like the person. Maybe they got a bad attitude, but you, you're to show honor to that rank, to that position. So in the same way that, we would, that, that military demands soldiers to honor the rank, I believe that we can do the same thing with dishonorable parents or dishonorable husbands. You can honor the position when you can't find anything honorable in the person. Once again, honoring your parents is a command by God. It's not, a, it's not a suggestion. It's not a, hey, you know, you should probably think about doing this. It is a command by God. Listen, and when we dishonor our parents, we're dishonoring God. When you dishonor someone in authority over you, you're dishonoring God because all authority comes from God. Well, pastor, they're just not an honorable person. That's why I'm helping you with this message today. Because you have to distinguish between the person and, and the position. Maybe you can't find anything honorable in your parents, but at least honor them for the fact that God used them as a vessel to bring you into the world. Honor that position. Very, very important. Honor them. Scott, what do you mean by that? Honor someone. When I'm talking about honoring a dishonorable person, you don't, you don't praise them. There's nothing, if they're dishonorable, there's nothing in there to praise. You're not saying, oh, yeah, no, yeah, my dad, he, he is awesome. No, no. To honor them in this case is, is to not speak evil of them. When someone's asking, hey, man, how, how's your dad? Man, that sorry low life. He left me five years ago. No, that's dishonoring. So to honor a dishonorable parent or to honor a dishonorable person in this case is to not speak evil of them. You don't have to 
try to build them up in front of others and make them appear to look like something that they're not. Just don't dishonor them. Don't speak evil of them. Yes, they may have done you wrong, but don't speak ill of them. Honor their position in your life. Why? So that things will go well with you. Are you hearing this message this morning? I want to read one more passage of Scripture, then I'm going to bring this message to, the clo- to a close. And, and I'm praying that people will respond and get some healing in their lives today. But I want to read you this, this account in Genesis chapter number 9. Um, if you want to go ahead and turn there, we're going to begin reading at verse number 20. Uh, Genesis chapter 9 takes place right after the great flood. Okay? And there's an odd story about Noah and his sons, and I believe it's going to help me make my point this morning about the importance of honor. So let's read this. Genesis chapter 9, verse 20. It says this, After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. One day he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. It's not a good, not a good thing. Now watch this. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked. In other words, he saw him in a, in a weak state. He saw his flaws. And what did he do? He saw his, his dad's nakedness, and he went outside and he told his brothers. It's very important. Verse 23, Then Sham and Japheth, which are the other two brothers, took a robe and held it over their shoulders and backed into the tent. Instead of telling people about it, what did they do? They covered their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. Now watch this. When Noah woke up (coughs) from his stupor, he, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Watch what happened to him. Noah cursed Canaan, which was the son of Ham. And he says this, May Canaan be cursed. May may he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said this, he said, May the Lord, the God of Sham, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the proper prosperity of Sham, and may Canaan be his servant. Here, watch this. Here's what happened. One son dishonored his father. The other two sons honored their father. Was what Noah did right? Absolutely not. One son dishonored by talking about his his father's weakness, if you will. He exposed. Man, you should see what dad's doing. Man, he's not a good dad. He's in there in the tent. He's drunk and he's naked. He went out and, and told people. He dishonored. Are y'all following me? He dishonored his father. While the other two didn't say a word, but they took a blanket, backed into the tent as not to see their father's weaknesses, as not to see their father's flaws, and covered it up. In other words, they honored their father. They didn't build him up or, or, or talk about how good of a daddy. They just did not dishonor him. One dishonored and was cursed. His family was cursed. And the other two honored him and received blessing. 
Here's the point. Next slide, please. Here's the point I want you to see today. The truth. Honor releases blessings in our lives. That's the point. That's the point. Honor your father and mother so that you will live long and things will go well with you. We see this in the account of, of, um, of Ham, Sham, and Japheth. Honor released blessing in their life. Listen to me. Every single one of you this morning, God has a call and a destiny on your life. All of you. You may be quick to say this morning, well, not me because my parents were this, my parents were that, I grew up here, I've always lived in poverty. God has a calling and a destiny on your life. He has a land that He is trying to get you to live in. He has a place of provision, a place of prosperity, a, a place of freedom that He wants you to live in. But watch this, but things will not go well with you if you don't honor people in authority. Things will not go well for you if you don't honor your father and mother. Things will not go well for you if you're not honoring those to whom honor is due. I mentioned this earlier, and this is, this is what was heavy upon my heart this week. I, I know that there are people that are in this room today who grew up in a, in a, in a home or you had a childhood that, that was far from ideal. I mean, it was, it was rough. Some of you were mistreated and and some of you were even abused and neglected and abandoned. Your, your daddy walked out on you. Maybe, maybe your dad never, never showed you any approval. Never affirmed anything that you did. And, and let me just be one of the first to say, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, it breaks my heart to know that, that people experience childhood like that. And I'm sorry. I, I wish that I could have been there for you. I, mean, I don't know what I could have done, but I wish that someone could have been there to speak life into you. I wish that I could change your past, but I can't. And you can't. But one thing that I can help you do is I can help, I can help change your future. I, I can help you by, by teaching principles and the importance of honor and teaching you the Word of God to, sh to show you. Listen, this God's Word is, 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 is relative to every situation. It's, 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 it's applicable to everything. It's not like everything is included in God's Word except the environment that you grew up in and the childhood that you experienced. No, no. God is trying to speak to you today through me the importance of honor. And maybe you're here today and you say, you know, my, my dad, he never got my approval. And there's some of you who are fathers today. You're a parent today. And on Father's Day especially, you, you, maybe you're thinking about how your father wasn't a good father. And, and because your dad walked out on you or your dad never affirmed you, you have all of these unmet expectations. You have all of this, this hate and this bitterness and this resentment towards your daddy. That you never, he, he never affirmed you. you. You were never good enough for your dad. You never got his approval. And if that's you today, I want, I want to speak a word into your life. I want you to listen to me. And everybody look up here and listen. As a man, you, you are a man in your own right. You don't need your daddy's approval. You don't need your earthly father's approval. So, somebody needs to hear that today. You don't need that approval. Your heavenly father approves of you. 
He loves you. And I'm here to tell you that, that honoring you, you may say, well, I just can't honor that man. Well, don't honor him for the, the dishonorable person that he is, but honor the position. Okay? Just stop speaking ill of him. Stop speaking evil of him. You don't, like I said, well, you don't have to build him up. You don't have to give him praise. You don't have to tell him what a great dad he was when in reality he wasn't. Just don't speak evil of him. Don't dishonor him because dishonoring him dishonors the Lord. But if you will just honor him by keeping your mouth closed, not speaking ill, I promise you, I believe that, that today's message is going to be a life-changing moment for you. That things will begin to change. So many of you in this room today on Father's Day, you need to forgive your dad so you can get freedom. And you need to begin to honor that position so that things will go well with you. And my prayer is today is that you do not miss this opportunity to get freedom. That you do not miss this opportunity to get healing in your life. So that you will live long and that things may go well with you in the land of freedom that God is bringing you into. God has a huge future for you. Huge plans for you. Plans of peace and to prosper you. And expect it in a, 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 a life of hope. But you've got to forgive and you've got to honor. So I want to pray with you this morning. With every head bowed and every eye closed. And I'm going to ask our, our pastoral team, please come up. And, and I just pray that right now that you're not putting things away and you're not becoming distracted about what's, what you're going to eat or where you're going to go and how you're going to pose after a while at the photo wall and how you're going to look. I, I want you to be thinking on honor this morning. And are there people in your life who, have you, who you have refused to give honor because they are a dishonorable person? And if so, what is the Holy Spirit speaking to you right now? Let Him in and let Him begin to heal your heart. Let me pray. Father, I thank You so much, Lord, for this, this message, God. It, although it was, it was very tiresome, God, it was very labor-intensive this week, God, to struggling with what do You want me to speak on? God, I'm thankful for the Word that You gave me. Because I believe there are people that are in this room and people who will hear this at a later time who are going to get healing in their life. God, I know that there are, there are young men in this room today who are struggling with, with honoring their parents because their parents neglected them, abandoned them, mistreated them, whatever the case may be. And, 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 and they, they're consistently dishonoring their, their parents. And I pray that today that there would be a shift in their spirit and they would begin to say that, okay, I can, I can honor them without approving of what they've done to me. I, I can honor them without even obeying. I can, I can honor the position when I can't find anything honorable in the person. And God, today I choose to give honor to whom honor is due. Lord, I pray that right now that there would be a, a miracle of healing begin in every heart right now that is harboring bitterness and unforgiveness and hatred and anger toward a parent or toward a person in authority over their lives, God, who mistreated them, who, who has done them wrong. And I pray that they would realize today that by showing honor, it's not to approve of anyone's behaviors or anyone's actions. By showing honor is to bring healing and bring freedom into their lives. 
So Holy Spirit, I ask that You would do today what only You can do in these next few moments. And I give You praise right now in Jesus' name. Amen.